Good morning, and we welcome to the program for his monthly visit, the Chief Executive of the City of Greensburg, Mayor Joshua Marsh. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. Good morning, Tom, and everybody out there in WRBI land. And, of course, uh, City Council and the Board of Works uh, meeting Tuesday night, and, of course, uh, first up the uh, Board of Works meeting. And, um, in particular, uh, Children's Librarian Jill Pratt with the Decatur County uh, Public Library appeared uh, before uh, the Board of Works and uh, requested a road closure for the uh, touch of uh, touch a tractor event. Yeah, this is something uh, really fun that the library is doing. Of course, this year is Greensburg Decatur County's bicentennial, and historically, the library for their summer reading series have done what is commonly referred to as touch a truck, where fire trucks and dump trucks and other types of um, vehicles like that are a part of the educational learning opportunity that happens in the afternoon. And with this year being the bicentennial, they wanted to take a more historic approach to it. So they've partnered with Power of the Past, which is our group in town and and throughout the county and really this part of the state that puts on the um, old tractors and hit and miss engine event out at the fairgrounds every August. And so the library's partnered with them to do Touch a Tractor uh, this year. It'll be on June 29th. From 2 to 3 p.m. in the afternoon, it'll be behind the library. It is a free and open to anyone event. And uh, if you have kids or even young adults, or maybe you just are interested in that as well, it's a good opportunity to uh, visit out at the library and learn a little bit more about that part of history. And then uh, moving on, uh, Jessica Handler with uh, St. Mary's Festival uh, requested a road closure for uh, on Eagle's Wings 5K, and uh, this is quite the event uh, from uh, what I understand. Yeah, and this is one that uh, was started years ago after the tragic death of a couple of the St. Mary's uh, pillars of the community to uh, raise money for the scholarship. So on Eagle's Wings is a 5K that happens uh, during their, their festival, which this year is going to be August 27th from 8.30 um, in the morning until the last one's done. It does kind of overtake the entire area out on Millhausen Road and throughout that neighborhood there. We um, did express to them that we'd like for them to use tape to mark the route and not paint, as that entire neighborhood did just get repaved um, late last, about two years ago now, I guess. And the event is well attended, I think between five and 700 people is what they had said on Tuesday night typically attend the 5k portion of it and it's just a really really great event if you haven't been a part of it would encourage you to get out there and and support the fundraising efforts for the scholarship and also uh, engage in some health and activity right here in greensburg and then uh, moving down uh, jared klosterkamper with uh, tree city brewery um, and a request for the addition for some outdoor seating yeah, so we can we can go from health and fitness uh, running uh, to, to grabbing a cold beer on the square outside. Um, the Tree City Brew Company has just been uh, doing booming business downtown, and we're so happy for that and glad to see them um, expanding their seating capacity to that cafe-style seating out on the square. As most people know, they're located on the southwest corner, and they um, – Brickwork out there adds a really nice ambiance to that. We've got uh, the beach and carriage on the square and the branch that um, all have dedicated seating. Part of what you need in order um, to have alcoholic beverages outside is some type of barrier. So he's requesting the same style of fence that uh, I think carriage on the square has. It will be removable 
and, and can be put in when the season arrives, and then they're working to add some chairs out there. So there's plenty of room to get by, et cetera, but they're going to add that hopefully rather soon as everybody gets ready for outdoor dining season, and we couldn't be happier to see uh, more progress happening downtown. Yeah, especially with the, everything opening up uh, as the uh, as we move what seemingly into the endemic phase and people getting out and about more and uh, enjoying the uh, the spring and summer weather and uh, and uh, I I do and I'm sure you have uh, people in your uh, inner circle who are runners but they also enjoy like to enjoy a cold one at the end of uh, particular runs depending on the theme of the uh, of the run. There are some of those out there. Yeah, the, the beer run. Uh, Indianapolis, I think, has a really famous one of those. And there's actually one that is put on uh, that is a brunch at the end, the brunch run. So you never know what you're going to find. I'm not sure that these two are necessarily connected, uh, more so than they just appeared at the same meeting. But you can do you. Um, Police Chief Mike McNeely with a request for street closures. Uh, and this is about the uh, community cookouts coming up this spring and summer. The community cookouts were something that we launched last year, and um, it kind of expands upon our national night out, which we've been doing for years in August. But part of what I wanted to help achieve was a more uh, community-connected public safety, and these monthly cookouts that move around the city debuted last year. Tremendously successful, very well attended. People love them, and so for 2022 – we're bringing them back and we're moving them around. So we're going to try to be in different areas than we were last year. And we've got two events. There's one each month starting, I believe, in May. We'll have all the dates and everything that will go out on postcards and it'll be available on our website as well. They're open to anyone and everyone. You don't have to be a city resident. You don't have to live in the area that they are um, that month. You can come to any of them. But the goal being um, for two of them, we want to have a little bit more of a street fair style. And so in June, we're going to be on North Franklin Street near Central. And if you're familiar with North Franklin Street, it's beautiful tree-lined, tree-canopied, historic homes. We're going to be out there and and have some music and food and games um, and all the emergency service uh, apparatus will be there as well. It is all free. There's no charge for anything, including the food. So we're trying to um, invite as many people that would like to come and attend as possible. And then in October, uh, we're going to be in Ryle Edition, which is out on Park Road on Ryle Center um, as well for that sort of uh, community street fair style event. And uh, Chief McNeely threw down the gauntlet last night at the Board of Works meeting challenging uh, the fire department to a chili cook-off um, in October. So, uh, and the chief, without hesitation, accepted <laughs> on the spot. So I guess we're going to have a chili cook-off in October and uh, hope that you'll be able to join us there for that as well. It's a long ways away, but it's hard to believe we're already um, almost halfway through March this year. And it's rather appropriate that time of year when you get in October, that's when uh, people start uh, consuming uh, soups and chilies and things of that nature. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, Fire Chief uh, Nate Sturmer, he did not hesitate one iota in uh, accepting the challenge. So uh, so we'll be uh, keeping an eye out on that. And as they say, uh, keep an eye on out for the, uh, the postcards uh, regarding uh, – dates and locations on the uh, community cookouts this year. So, um, And then uh, moving on, uh, uh, Zeke Smith, the uh, wastewater superintendent, was uh, under the weather, but uh, you did a, a presentation regarding um, uh, some MS4 compliance in the uh, 
Burke Engineering contract? Yeah, relatively, um, it, it's very needed and necessary, but relatively boring uh, topic is the, the contract with Burke, uh, Christopher B. Burke Engineering. They do some uh, work with us on our compliance, and they've been really instrumental in the stormwater project as well. They um, are going to work with uh, Superintendent Smith on compliance for the new state permitting that have a – a lot of layers of documentation and policies and procedures for now and in the future that we need to follow. So they're going to work with uh, him on that. It's one of those behind-the-scenes things. It's a not-to-exceed contract, meaning we pay hourly um, up into that dollar amount. So it's very unlikely that we'll reach the cap of the, the contract, just something that you know we don't, we don't see. We don't uh, necessarily get any great uh, – public view or talking points out of, but it's just necessary to the operations and safety of the wastewater plant. All right. And then uh, City Engineer uh, Ron May with a, uh, a resolution for a stormwater uh, credit manual. Um, another thing that uh, sounds like it's, uh, you know, considered uh, mundane but necessary. Yeah, and the stormwater, the stormwater utility has uh, been established since last year. We had some issues on our um, billing side of that, but we have definitely arrived at the point now where bills uh, will start reflecting a stormwater fee and how that is determined and the procedures for commercial reduction, et cetera, are all laid out in the credit manual, which is what the Board of Works approved on Tuesday. Um, that sort of is our is our guiding document for how we deal with the uh, request for items and and how things are scored or or, or uh, charged i guess i should say okay and then uh, street uh, commissioner mark klosterkemper with a uh, salt spreader disposal and uh, he received permission to uh, take care of that issue yeah it was a very old um, style and it was steel and as everybody knows the salt just eats away at the steel so it had expanded it or it had extended its uh useful life we've taken parts off of it that fit other models that we have and uh, it's headed to the junkyard and then uh, the last thing uh, you had was the uh, change order for the building renovation again these are uh, as they say punch list items but uh, uh, some money coming back into the city coffers yeah so we we're going to get about eight thousand two hundred and sixty five dollars back um, from the contractor for items that were on the punch list that uh, weren't necessary or didn't get completed, uh, and we don't feel that they are, you know, worth going back and doing. An example: there was a few hundred dollars in locks that didn't get changed out. Well, we can survive without that. Um, it was just part of the original uh, package. So, uh, those are the types of things. One has something to do with the generator switch uh, that we already owned. So, it's just some items that are kind of on the list that need to be cleaned up, and so it's eight thousand two hundred dollars back into the fund. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out and uh, we'll move on to the city council meeting from Tuesday night as we continue our conversation with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. 
Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our monthly visit with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh. And uh, moving into the council meeting, uh, an old business item, uh, City Engineer Ron May uh, had an ordinance that uh, needed amending. We were working on, again, we talked before the break about our stormwater credit manual. So the stormwater utility itself is actually set up under the city council through an ordinance. And again, that was put in in 2021. And we determined that we needed to tweak some things in there about how the bills were actually administered. So Ordinance 2022-04 made those changes uh, for the billing to happen appropriately. And so he was there uh, just on second and final reading uh, about that as well. And one thing that is uh, worth noting on the stormwater is if you are interested in or if you have questions or interested in that, We're having a question and answer information session for um, commercial properties. That will be on March 23rd at 4 p.m. And then for residential style properties, that will be on March 23rd at 6 p.m. Both of those are here at City Hall. If you can attend one but not the other and the other applies to you, you can come to the other one. It's just going to be more geared towards uh, commercial at 4 and residential at 6 on the 23rd. And then uh, I understand that if uh, if someone, uh, say a commercial uh, property owner can't attend at that time, they can go to the uh, residential and vice versa if, if need be? Yes, that's correct. Um, in a way that allows uh, for the, the events are structured so that there's more people of similar uh, situations, right? Like in the mm-hmm. The way commercial property is treated is a little bit different than the way that residential property is treated. So we wanted to be sure that, you know, we had a we had some balance, I guess you could say. But, yes, you're more than welcome to attend either or both of them. Okay. And once again, the uh, dates and times for those uh, public education workshops? March 23rd, commercial at 4 p.m. and residential at 6 p.m. Right. And then with that, uh, we move down to uh, the new business portion and uh, Clerk Treasurer Amy Bournes had an ordinance. And this is in regard to a um, additional appropriation for Greensburg Community Schools. Yeah. So there's um, we oversee we, we technically approve the budget for the community schools, although they have their own board, own superintendent, own tax base. But we um, we approve those items for them. And so they had sent to us a additional appropriation for $550,000. Amy said in the meeting that it's a bond that they had um, acquired. So once you receive the bonds, you have to appropriate those funds. So that makes um, a ton of sense. But yeah, simply a procedural issue for us. And then uh, another item that uh, was not on the agenda, however, uh, Councilman Kevin Fleetwood uh, had some uh, information and uh, some questions regarding off-road vehicles. We, in 2021, approved an ordinance that would allow for UTVs, I think it was 21, approve uh, UTVs to be used on city streets. And part of that ordinance prohibits them from driving down state highways that are in the city. And you can cross them at 90 degrees, but you can't drive down them. And we've not had any issues with that. And um, Councilman Fleetwood brought up the 
question about Connersville. He has a friend who has one of these uh, UTVs in Connersville and said that they could drive them on the state highways in the city. So he was looking into that a little bit uh, to see if the council would be willing to allow them to be driven on the highways in the city. And they were amenable to reviewing the ordinance next month. So I think that that will be um, on the, the agenda, the topical agenda. All right. And then uh, anything else uh, to bring before us uh, before we uh, let you get uh, back to, uh, you know, governing the city? I don't think so. Everybody have a great Thursday. Um, Stay healthy, stay safe, have a good weekend, and uh, we'll chat next month, if not before. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Mayor Joshua Marsh, for joining us on the program this morning.